also known as Colin, and I'm here joined by Johnny Pharaoh, also known as Sean. What's up, everybody? And we have Meanie, also known as Ryan. Hello, friends. And Ryan is going to be playing uh, or running a little game he designed, as you might guess from the uh, acronym usually when something when we have a system that is uh stands for something it's going to be a, a ryan game yeah ryan's an <laughs> ryan's an acronym guy it's true i i kind of am an acronym and this particular acronym i chose because um uh, i picked up uh spirit of 77 uh which i was hoping to use for this um series but um you know, I was reading into it, and, and, and it's powered by the apocalypse, which I really like. But once again, much as with I think Pendragon, um, I just felt like, yeah, it's it's too much, you know, for for this podcast. So uh, in, instead, I just came up with a spirit acronym: strength, perception, intelligence, reflexes, initiative, and toughness um, to use in, in its place. And indeed, not only is the uh, name of the game inspired by that but also but i didn't i also wanted to set it in the early 70s by the way so i thought 77 would be a little late for this but uh, also the adventure that i have written is um very much inspired by one of the uh adventures in the greatest hits book but it is very much also different uh, i changed everything around uh, uh so yeah but um We've got uh, two, you know, nice early 70s characters uh, rolled up and in the house. <clears throat> and uh, who, uh, who, are, who are they? Well, my name's Bing Kingsley, and I'm what you might call a gonzo journalist. I'm working in that tradition, that school. You know, Hunter S., he ripped me off completely. And uh, right now I'm on contract with Cream Magazine. And I got a loud outfit. I got some sunglasses. Uh, I got a bottle of ether and a rag in case I feel like partying. I got my uh, portable typewriter. And I got a little thirty-eight uh, snub-nosed revolver uh, stuck in the uh, back of my pants. I hope it doesn't go off. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first thing to go off in my pants. I'll tell you what. Remind me of the time me and Grace Slick were partying in Fresno. And, well, I'm not going to tell you what happened, but it involved my anus and, oh, my. <laughs> All right. So that is being at Kingsley. And uh, who who you got, Colin? Uh, well, my character has the unfortunate name of Bart Garfinkel. And he is a cryptozoologist. Um but he really, his day job is working at a bowling alley. In his spare time, he hunts for Bigfoot and other cryptids. Does uh, <clears throat> research and reads books. I imagine he's got a, quite a collection of books and stuff. Yes. Yeah, he actually lives with his mom uh, and um, collects, he's got books all over her house and... Um, he, as far as what he looks like, he's a uh, big, really big guy, like six five, I think I said, um, and a little hefty, and um, he wears glasses, but um, like in the picture that I showed you guys, those were just modern glasses. I was thinking the '70s style. Um, 
it seems like they used to wear like the kind of aviator style glasses a lot. That shape. Sure. And, yeah, that's and, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. 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 So they so that's what he looks like. And actually you guys were saying, you know, he could uh he looks a lot like he could be Plunger's dad. Um he's not as far as I know, but No, I'm uh, Plunger's just, dad. <laughs> I'm also trying to get your dad. Yeah, just to give you a visual, though, yeah, if you can imagine um, Sean's character Plunger from our Kids on Bikes game, uh, just as a, an adult, that's kind of what he would look like, I guess. He'd suffer maybe a, a much really taller. tall, husky dude, yeah, with a mustache, I believe he's got. Yeah, he does have a, a mustache as well, like a cop-style mustache. Actually, Plunger is getting almost old enough for a mustache, and as soon as, he, as, soon as it's possible, he will grow one. <laughs> but I don't well, I've believe already, he, I've already had a mustache for years now, and I don't believe that uh, I'm born yet. However, so I, should, no. uh, I was probably born in like seventy four, seventy five, maybe. So this is before that. Yeah, because I'm your dad, dude. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, um, <clears throat> so I planned this out in a little bit of an unusual way, where. Um, so the idea was like, you know how anybody, obviously anybody who's listening, who, who has played uh, these kinds of games will, will know this experience where you're, you're the player and you know, stuff possibly even, you know, in game stuff that your character doesn't know. And so you just role play as though you don't know that information. Yeah. Um, and I thought it would be an interesting experiment to flip the script on that a little bit and uh, have your characters know things that you don't know, uh, but you will discover. Uh, and so this might be a really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> this might be a fucking disaster. That's exactly what Grace Slick said in Fresno. <laughs> right before she, well... She washed her hands thoroughly after, I'm sure. I'm lucky that light bulb didn't break. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, but with uh, with that in mind, um, you know, that your, your characters are going to know things that you don't know, but that you will come to learn uh, as players over time, I feel like I should ask you a question. And uh, that question is going to be, Who's driving right now? Oh, that's me, man. Yeah. So you'd you'd let you'd let uh Okay. Well that's interesting. So uh Well being it I hope you're not on all kinds of drugs. What are you talking? Not all kinds, no. Well if he can if he's you know, not swerving all over the road then uh I'd probably let him drive. Well, not all over the road, no. What, what are we driving, anyway? Nice big car, I guess, right? No, you are not driving a car, as a matter of fact. You are behind the wheel of a, an 18-wheeler. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> that um, is a... And it's funny because um, there is a uh, lanyard sort of with a with a CDL driver's license uh, in a little, you know, case um, with a picture on it of a guy who looks suspiciously like Bart. Um, but the name is Chris Simmons on it. Um, but anyway, you are driving uh, this large 18-wheeler uh, on the 152 just south of Jupiter Springs and um, I should mention by the way this is a Jupiter Springs uh, brewing company owned uh, semi um, you know that uh, would be typically be uh, you know full of uh, cases of beer to deliver or, or whatever um, 
Jupiter Springs uh, Brewing Company, of course, owned and founded by the one and only Dale Johnston, also known as Pale Dale. That's right. Hell of a guy, from what I hear. And just in case anyone is confused, Jupiter Springs is in Northern California. We've played it in other games, but just in case we've got some new losers. Uh, <clears throat> fictional little town, and we normally have played in the 80s, but this is obviously in the 70s. Yeah, we've set lots of our games there. It's one of our one of our uh, special places to us. We made it all up. Yes, one of our favorites to come back to time and again, as we are doing now. And as you are uh, sort of, you know, speeding, well, and I assume you're not speeding over the speed limit, but... Uh, oh, no, we are. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, as you are then speeding over the speed limit... Um, the CB uh, radio um, sort of pops to life and you hear a voice uh, coming across the radio. It says, excuse me, it says, Uh, Chris? It's been like half an hour. What are you doing? Where are you? Hello? Do you read? Um, yeah, I, I read... Right, you. We're on the road now. Uh, we're headed there. Shouldn't be too much longer. Man, you're supposed to say like breaker, breaker. You got to get with the lingo. I. <coughs> I'm. Hello. Chris, is that you? You sound weird. I have a cold. Okay, well, that's not the truck you were supposed to take. Dale's a little upset, but he says he won't fire you if you just come back, okay? Okay, I'm... I agree. I am on my way. Okay, thank you, thank you. Just just turn, just come back. Wherever you are, we don't even care, just come back. Are you sure I'm not going to be fired? Dale says he's, Dale says he's not going to fire you. He swears. Okay. Alright, see you soon, Chris. Turn around, okay. Yeah, I think uh, Dale and Chris are going to be disappointed. Well, um... (laughs) So you say you were, in fact, speeding. Yeah. And you, uh... As the radio transmission ends, you pass a California Highway Patrol vehicle... Which uh, oh, you see shit. now in the uh, mirrors behind you has pulled out of the median and is now behind you. Oh boy, we got Smokey on the tail. We got some Smokies. You want to run for us? Should we stop? No, we uh, we have to pull over immediately. We cannot run. You have drugs on you. Well, it's not, this is not an illegal illegal drug. This is ether, man. And here, why don't you just keep it in your in your seat, though? Uh, here, just hold on to this bottle. Just hold on to the bottle. Take this rag. Don't get too close to your face, though. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Don't worry. I've been in, I've been in tighter scrapes. Me and Ike Turner got pulled over uh, in California and. And before, and, uh, you know, all I gotta do is drop a few names. We're gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. All these cops are secret partiers. Don't worry. Uh, um, well, he's gonna put the, uh, <clears throat> the bottle of ether down his pants. There you go. And the rag. Rag, he's gonna, like, just shove in his back pocket. All right. See? You gotta be cool. I'm cool. I'm cool, right. man. Just follow my lead. Well, after uh, following you for a few minutes, uh, the highway patrol car does flip on its lights, and it sounds like you were going to pull over. Yeah, we'll go ahead and pull over, except I think once we pull over, we should switch spaces, because you look a lot like, you know, Chris Simmons, and I, you know, and I look good. So, so we should probably switch it out, don't you think? If you say so. Yeah, just don't worry about a thing. It's fine. Just go with your instinct. Go with your gut. So you guys pull over to the side of the road here on the 152. And uh, as soon as you do so, I take it you're going to just switch places. This is much easier now, of course, in a very large you know, truck cab than it would be in a vehicle. You can do this, or like a car-type vehicle. You can do this 
relatively quickly. Um, so you're switching places? Yeah, let's switch places real quick. Since you look like the driver on this lanyard here, let me unbutton the top couple buttons of my shirt just in case, you know, we got a real party or behind that tub, you know, black and whites. Okay. Okay, okay. We'll switch. Yeah, so, it's, a, uh, it's a great trick. I learned it from Kim Novak back in uh, late 58. Trust me. So, uh, the uh, highway patrol car just sits there for a minute with the, uh, you know, the lights going. And then you see um, a rather tall-looking uh, trooper get out of the car and, or you know, and walk up, approach the uh, the cab. Uh, you gonna roll the window down there, Bart? Yeah. Just be cool. Hello, hello, officer. Well, h- hello there. Good afternoon. Uh, you know, you were uh, going a little fast back there. I That's what I told him. I said, slow down. You got uh, your uh, you got your commercial driver's license there? Yes, sir. There you go. All right, let me take a look here. He takes a look at it, looks back up at you. Let me give him a little... Perception check. All right, now he hands it back to you. Now, where are you heading? Why are you going so fast? Uh, my foot uh is heavy, and it it's just uh uh I accidentally pushed the accelerator. I'm sorry about that, but I'm going to work. Well, yeah, uh, I reckon you probably are, given you're in this, this here uh, beer truck. Uh, why don't you sit tight for me for just one minute, he says. And he turns around and uh, walks back and sits at his patrol car. We're going to jail. No, don't worry. We're gold. We're gold. He's on to us. No, no, it's going to be fine. Me and Ronald Reagan Jr. got pulled over like this once. It's no big deal. Uh, I can't go to jail. You're not going to go to jail. Who's going to jail? Nobody's going to jail. I have severe trauma brought on by bullying. Years and years of bullying. Look at you. You're a bully. You're a big guy. Who's going to bully you? Come on. Children are (laughs) relentless. They, They will not let me go. They just have to say something. Farty Bart, or something like that. Yeah, well, don't don't worry about children. I love children, you know, especially girl children in the teenage years. They're great. Oh. He's, ma- <laughs> well, he's making us sweat. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. how they, it's how they play the game. It's how they play the game. Don't worry about it. He is uh, does indeed seem to be making you sweat, and it is a good several minutes uh, before he once again emerges from his car and sort of <clears throat> saunters uh, slowly back up to the cab of the truck. And uh, just as he gets there, like a con, what can only be described as a convoy of like 20 motorcycles whizzes past and around a corner and you note that uh, they all they're all wearing cuts that that have the Night Rangers mm-hmm. logo on the back. Oh yeah, those are cool cats. Party with them quite a bit. And uh, as they pass, like the the uh, the deputy kind of winces and makes it, it says like you know, goddamn, goddamn Night Rangers under his breath. They're motoring. <laughs> What's your price for flight? Um, anyway, the uh, the deputy actually comes comes back up to the window, and uh, hopefully this will uh, be of a relief to you, uh, Bart, because he says, "Well, looks like everything's good to go here, uh, but you better slow it down now. If I see you 
going that type of speed again, well, it's going to be a ticket for sure. Oh, yes, sir. Yes. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you. Keep doing what you got to do. Chips forever, baby. And uh, he turns around and gets back in his car and sits there. Uh, big, apparently he's radioing or writing something down or doing something, but it looks like he's going to let you go first. <sighs> yeah, why don't so you go close. ahead and drive? I'll, I'm going to hit that big horn. I'm going to hit that horn and give it a little, give it two tugs there for him. Oh, All right. Okay. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead and take a turn and pat me that bottle of ether, will you? <sighs> yeah, okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> he's like, he really was sweating. Oh. <clears throat> He's gonna wipe him, wipe his sweat off his brow, um, using the uh, ether rag. <laughs> oh man, you're gonna foul it up! <clears throat> wow. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know if uh, if I need to roll to see if he passes out or not, but he. <clears throat> <clears throat> no, you're not gonna pass out. No, don't worry about it. Yeah, the last juices I had on this rag belonged to Raquel Welch, and now is a night to remember, let me tell you. I think I'm... I got high now. Am no, I you, high? You, if you're high, you'll know it. You don't need to ask. You're going to... You know, you're going to be like me. You're going to be all helpless and irresponsible. You're going to love it. Uh, let's get out of here. Yeah, you're the one driving. Let's go. Uh, you can go and drive for a while. That's fine. So uh, I take it Bart is going to uh, attempt to <laughs> drive this thing now. Take yeah. his turn. All right. Well, you put it in gear and uh, begin rolling and merging back onto the 152. I'd like to raise a pertinent question at this point, Bart. Are you really going to go back to Pale Dales? Uh, he said he wouldn't fire me. He said he wouldn't so, fire Chris. Yeah, but uh, I yeah, he maybe you are know, high. He doesn't know what we know. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I don't know what I know, but again, you know, it's all either. Are we're in the clear for now? As all long right. as he doesn't find out. All right, well, well, I'm willing to follow. I'm along for the ride. I'm in it for the kicks, baby. So, you know, whatever. That's what Jimmy Stewart said to me when we were doing cocaine in Peru a few years ago. You sure do a lot of drugs. Yeah, you should see Jimmy Stewart. I'm a baby compared to that guy. Oh, I know he's got that nice, wholesome image, but believe me, the guy gets around, especially in Peru. So, uh, you, you, Bart, you, you continue on down the road for a couple minutes um, and these things you know they accelerate so slowly anyway um, but you go around a corner and as you uh, pass a ground level billboard on the right hand side um, you see this group of perhaps 20 motorcycles fire out from behind the billboard and get behind you and then proceed to get over into the passing lane and then one by one just whoosh, 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 up in front of you then they get in front of you know in your lane in front of you and one of them who's a particularly large looking uh, dude uh, begins pointing over to the shoulder of the highway. Oh, God. We're, we're going to get beaten. Now, don't worry. Don't worry. I got, I got ends. I got connections everywhere, man. Don't worry I'm about not, it. I'm not pulling over. Well, like I said, I'm in it for the kicks, but uh, I'll tell you what, I want to put my typewriter in my lap and write down what's happening right now because this is wild, baby. Wild. Running from the Night Rangers on the 152. Old Bart with his foot on... Oh, this is great. This is good stuff. Okay. Now the editors are going to love this. <laughs> yeah, Cream Magazine is going to... Yeah, they're going to go go bananas for it. They're going to... Uh, yeah. 
That's another magazine I've written for. <laughs> uh, so Bart is refusing to pull over? Yes. Well, this man who was pointing uh, kind of opens his cut a little bit, and you see he's got uh, you know, a gun in a holster, and he's not reaching for it, but he's definitely showing you that he has it. Oh, God. Yeah, Steppenwolf had a gat the size of my grandmother. Never mind, never mind. So, so what do you think? You want to get shot at, or should we stop? Uh, I'm not ready. i got to pull over. I, I can't deal with this. Yeah, he's going right. to pull over, for sure. <laughs> all right. So, you pull over, and uh, all the, you know, the entire gaggle of, of motorcycles also pull over and um, the big guy with the gun uh, walks up to the window and uh, looks at you expectantly Bart Uh, hello sir can I help you Chris man what the fuck are you doing Oh, well, we had a run-in with, uh, with law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, but, uh, you know, don't you think that it would probably be in your best interest to just go back to the brewery? Oh, I mean, I am. I'm going there now. We're headed to the brewery. Uh, just a little, uh... Just a little hiccup is all. Yeah, you mean this isn't the way to the brewery? We're go- we're going down to the uh, the we're we're taking the business route, you know, the loops around town. And as soon as you say that, one of the other bikers, who's not this big leader guy, apparently says, "Holy shit, is that Bing Kingsley?" Where? And- oh wait, no, that's me. Hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the big guy turns around and says, Who the fuck is Bing Kingsley? I the fucking Bing Kingsley. God. Yeah, he's a writer. I've seen his shit, like in Cream Magazine or Rolling Stone or some shit. Yeah, that's right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's me, all right. Yeah, I'm writing about it right now. Doing a big and article. Oh, yeah. The big guy turns around. And he's kind of rubbing his chin. And he gives kind of a dirty look over to Bart, who he clearly also thinks is Chris. And he says, so that's what this is about. Little old Chris on the hunt for some fame and fortune at his boss's expense. Get out of the truck. Uh, Both uh, of you. uh, I will. I will. He gets out. <clears throat> uh, I'm not trying to do anything. Uh, it's just uh, he wanted to to write about me. Yeah, man, a guy's got to make a living somehow. You still have the ether in your pants? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just gave him the bottle back, but I didn't uh, do anything with the with the you rag. Gave the, you gave me. The, I thought you gave me the rag bag. No, I I wiped the, the rag. Uh, okay. With with this, I mean, I wiped my brow with the rag, and I gave him the bottle back. But I okay, I didn't remember. You, I didn't remember you gave me the bottle. That's cool. I've got it. I got it in my pants. Then. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you guys <clears throat> do get out of the truck, though. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What's so, up, fellas? Love the jackets. Yeah. Thanks. Um. So, Chris, uh, how how'd you? How did you get this Bing guy involved? They'll just... And then I'm going to give him a perception test. Which he succeeds at. And he stops himself and says, Oh, wait a minute. You're not Chris. What the fuck is going on here? And where's Chris? Uh, uh, sir... Uh, uh, I'm Chris Simmons. Look at my ID. Oh, uh, I don't think so. I, 
There's something funny going on here. Nah, he's got a cold. Yeah, I'm stuffed up. What makes you think I'm not Chris? Well, you, you, know, you don't really sound like him, and you don't really look right. Uh, either uh, way, Dale just got back at, like, noon. You were supposed to be running routes all morning. I don't know, something ain't adding up here. I gotta think for a minute. He says, but Don't, don't, don't hurt you, Don't hurt yourself. And he kind of he kind of steps away from you for a moment and uh, begins sort of, uh, you know, conferring with some of the other night rangers. Now, uh, when he's so, I mean, it's, I'm assuming there's a group of them, like more than just a few, or yeah, there's like twenty. Okay. Always travel in large packs, those Night Rangers. We gotta make a break for it. I'll tell you what, you still got that rag? Yes. Here, hand it over. Hey, I gotta take a leak. I'm gonna go to the side of the road. Okay. What's <laughs> what's Bing doing? I'm 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 gonna empty. I'm gonna go, like pretend I'm peeing, but I'm gonna like. Soak the rag in ether, and then put the bottle of ether back in my uh, in my pants, and uh, kind of stuff the rag up the edge, you know, the cuff link of my uh, my loud shirt, just in case I need to shove it under somebody's nose. Don't worry, I got this. Just, yeah, trust me, this is gonna be this is gonna be snap. Don't worry, got it all under control. Right. So. uh the big guy with the gun turns around and comes back and says alright I'm still not sure you're Chris I don't know how you got this King Bingsley guy involved but if you just turn around and go back to the brewery but before he can say anything else you hear a whoop whoop of like a squad car siren bleeping at you or <laughs> in the air, which draws everybody, which first of all silences everybody and draws everybody attention to uh, the highway patrol vehicle, which is just pulling up behind the uh, beer truck here at this uh, scene. And, uh, as I said, this basically shuts everybody up, although you do hear a couple, uh, you know, fucking pigs type statements being mumbled. And uh, <laughs> you recognize the officer from before. Uh, I don't remember if I actually told you his name, Deputy Carson. But um, he uh, gets out once the vehicle has stopped. And does his little saunter, uh, kind of slow, authoritative sauntering over to you. Over to and us? Over to the group of all of you. Okay. Uh, and he's got kind of an eyebrow raised, and he's looking back and forth between you two and the Night Rangers. And he says, uh, well, good afternoon there, gentlemen. I see we are engaged in some manner of civilized discourse. Mr. Domino, and no, I will not refer to you by that disgusting nickname. Under what authority have you detained this vehicle? And before you even try to answer, I will inform you that you have no such authority. Now, I can only guess what a bunch of night rangers want with a truck full of delicious pale dales, pale ale. Maybe you're shaking them down for a 12-pack protection money could it be now i don't know but before he can get any more words out there's a very loud thump uh, that comes from the trailer and that immediately gets everybody's attention and all eyes dart over at the trailer and it begins shaking back and forth 
on its shocks, which elicits a what the from the deputy. Before he can even say fuck or whatever it was he was going to say, there's a tremendously loud animalistic growl coming from the trailer. And that's where this scene is going to end. Um, It's about ten minutes shorter than I thought it was going to be, unfortunately. Um, So, had we gone about ten minutes longer, I probably would just call it an episode. Since we didn't, I, I feel like I should keep going, but I'm not sure. Just keep going. Just wing it, man. Yeah. Let's party. Let's get that owlbear out of the truck and rock and roll. All right. So we will flash back. I should probably say I I have no idea whether it's an owlbear, but it is Jupiter Springs, and I am with a cryptozoologist. Um, And I did want to uh, ask a few questions about how you want us to play, like... Are we supposed to be making up the details? Uh, the like making up what our characters know, even though we don't know, or are just sort of guess what they know? So that's a good question. Um, so I have the answers, but they those answers can can be changed. If you were to establish something different. That's what so Ravi Shankar told me when I was partying with him and Mia Farrow. <laughs> so, uh, and, and so, well, and basically what the next portions, the next scenes will be, will be, so had you, in the scene we just played, had you established particular details or whatever then in the coming scenes you would uh, then figure out how that actually all that Mm -hmm. came to be right um but since you kind of didn't and and perhaps because you didn't know you could and um whatever then then we'll probably just play toward the uh the ideas that i had written down okay all right, so it's a flashback. Oh no, I knew it was going to happen to me eventually. Oh my god, it's a flashback. And I should I should mention that uh, the previous scene was about four thirty in the afternoon, and uh, we are flashing back to this morning, uh, and uh, being you have a note from your editor. You, you see as you, uh, you know, get up and start going through, you know, papers and, and work and whatever, uh, that mentions this weird uh, cuckoo, possibly cryptozoologist guy uh, out in Jupiter Springs. Apparently he works at a bowling alley called Rolling Thunder, and I think it might be interesting... Uh, to do to if you could like do a, a small piece on this guy because uh, they you know they think he's weird yeah yeah sounds great i'm gonna head out to this bowling alley anyway now first of all i gotta call jane fonda and tell her i can't make it later sorry baby and uh so i'm gonna go uh, call a cab and uh and uh wait for the cab down in the lobby and uh then i'm gonna get in a cab and i'm gonna go to that rolling thunder bowling alley See what I can see. I'm gonna look for some guy that looks like a cryptozoologist. All right. Well, you take a cab down to the Rolling Thunder, and um, you know it's it's they're they're open in the morning. There aren't a lot of people uh, there in the morning. Now I don't know what Bart's hours are like, but I assume Bart does. Yeah, um, I would say he's does work the day shift. Uh, so, you know, whatever time it is in the morning now until, you know, uh, well, is this supposed to be the same day, just earlier in the day? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's that, so, the same day, that morning of that day. 
So he, he would at least have to have been <clears throat> gotten out by, you know, for whatever clock it was. <clears throat> so, you know, it probably gets works till like three or something. Makes sense. Um, well, and there could be events that transpire which cause him to want to leave early. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> we shall yeah, it's true. We shall soon see. But uh, uh, being what you walk in and there's like, you know, even in the morning, uh, there's probably at least one uh, lonely person uh, sitting at the bar having a drink and then some other random guy just like throwing balls down the lane you know, with that sort of boom, you know, that uh, is present in every bowling alley known to man. Mm, the rolling thunder. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, I love a good bowling alley. Right. Well, I'm going to go up to the uh, counter and, uh, say, hey, buddy, give me a size 11 and a half and an eight pound ball, will you? Yes, sir. Right away. Hey, have you ever seen Bigfoot? I'm just curious. Excuse me? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a Bigfoot aficionado. I love the Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster and all that stuff, man. How did you find out about me? Oh, people know about you. Don't worry. CIA's got a big fat file. I thought as much. Yeah, totally, totally. If you really want to know about Bigfoot... It's not safe to talk here. I've actually heard some other rumors. I've heard that the Jupiter Springs area has got its own little uh, crypto creature they call the owl bear. You ever heard of the owl bear? Completely false information. You think so? It's it's disinformation created by the government. There is no such thing as an owl bear. I assure you. Mm-hmm. However, Bigfoot is completely real. I've seen him uh, about seven times. Uh, not including uh, the time uh, I went to Florida, where I saw a cousin of the Bigfoot called the Skunk Ape. Uh, but oh, sure, and, sure, Skunk Ape, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Bigfoot, if you want to know about Bigfoot or any other cryptid, uh, you may ask me in a secure location. Okay, so this is not a secure location here? Well, it's not because my boss won't let me talk about Bigfoot anymore. <laughs> oh, well. Hey, I'll pay a customer, man. I'll uh, tell you what, I'll order a couple rounds and we'll go over here and talk Bigfoot. I want to wear the shoes, though, even though I'm not bowling. Because these shoes are at gas, man. Oh, yeah. They do a lot of dancing with these. They got those smooth soles. Oh, yeah. Better be careful. I have to warn you of this, uh, how slippery it is. Okay, don't worry. No, this is slippier, slipperier than Mitch Ryder after a show. I tell you what. I tell you, uh, yeah, yeah. Come on over here and uh, hey, give us a couple of tall boys over here, will you? All right. You got that? You got that? That pale brew here, right? These guys are famous for that around here. Give us a couple of those. So, so two yeah, pale just, ales, pale ales coming up. That, that's right. Give us that pale ale. Give us that white stuff. Oh yeah. So uh, so yeah so they uh, so you're so you are the Bart Garfinkel huh heard about you yeah yes um, I am not the musician Bart Garfinkel oh yeah no I know I know the guy I know the guy too oh yeah he's a real talent in that duo too don't let Paul fool you hey anyway uh, no so my name's Bing Kingsley right right for Cream Magazine I got. Uh, you just like to do a piece on you because I heard you're quite a guy, and uh, so Bigfoot. Seven times. Yes, uh, this is uh, the hot spot. Northern California is a hot spot for Bigfoot sightings uh, ever since uh, Roger Patterson uh, filmed uh, his footage. Um, Bluff, uh, Bluff Creek, uh, north, uh, a little bit north of here, I think. And um, yeah, I've seen that. Is that the one where the guy, where the Bigfoot's walking, and he turns around, I was like, "What the hell?" And then he keeps walking some more. Yes, is by far the greatest footage uh, of Bigfoot we have so far. Yeah, uh, you could tell it's real. 
because of how it looks. I thought it was Orson Welles in an ape suit, actually. And I've seen Orson Welles in an ape suit, actually. But that's a whole other story. Now, here's what I think the readers of Cream really want to know. Okay, I, I, I'm rocking some size 11 and a half here, okay? I got some pretty big feet. What size shoe does Bigfoot wear? <laughs> uh, I don't think you should joke about Bigfoot. Uh, I'm not joking. I really want to know what size shoes he wears. I have uh, some casts I made uh, that are um, very... Well, size 16s. Size 16s, wow. So, you know, if the, if the legend is true about the, you know, the size of your feet relating to the size of your you-know-what, then, then Bigfoot no. must really be swinging. Do not talk about Bigfoot's penis. <laughs> well, why not? I mean, hey. I mean, Bigfoot's penis, I can see the headline already. Bart Garfunkel and Bigfoot's penis. What do you want to know? Cream Magazine will tell you. Bigfoot is serious business, and the media has made a mockery of the subject and has mocked me endlessly. Well, it sounds I, like uh, it sounds like that uh, Bigfoot's penis is a big subject. It could it itself could be I, kind of endless. This conversation is over. All right, no, I'm not kidding around. Oh, no, no, come on, come on, buddy. I'm getting around. I'm getting around. All right, All right enough about Bigfoot's dick. All right, come on. No, seriously. So, uh, so, so Bigfoot, you're saying he has a small penis then? His penis is none of our business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Why is Bigfoot our business? I mean, if Bigfoot's out there, maybe he's just tuned in and dropped out, man, you know? Maybe he just wants to be left alone. Why should we go chasing after Bigfoot, trying to take pictures of him and, and grainy, you know, uh, eight millimeter films and whatnot? Why, why bug? Why bug the Bigfoot? Well, I don't want to bug him, but I think we Bigfoot is lonely, and I think he needs a friend, and I think. If you approach him with respect, uh, he won't attack you. Bigfoot's just misunderstood. Uh, he's really just a big, gentle giant that loves everybody, but the but the public treats him as some kind of monster. That's what Ike not. Turner told me. That's what Ike Turner told me, the same thing. So, so no, I, I, I get it. I get it. I don't know who any of these people are that you're talking about. <laughs> well, well, listen, here's what we do. We go find Bigfoot, all right? Me and you. We're going to go find Bigfoot, and we're going to give him a chance to tell his side of the story. Okay? What do you think? You think he speaks English? No. He speaks a language that is made up of um, grunts and wood knocking and um, uh, rock throwing to ward off people who are too hostile. But we can, I know uh, a little bit of uh, the, the wood knocking code uh, to communicate that we come in peace. Okay, and if we need some grunts and growling, I got uh, I got uh, a couple of James Brown records back at uh, back at the old uh, hotel there. So maybe that, those will come in handy as well, huh? So where, where where do we go start looking for this Bigfoot anyway? Uh, well, we have a vast amount of wilderness uh, in the area. Uh, it's the National Forest, and um, he has been known, he has been spotted uh, several times at the area. Okay, okay. So, uh, not not to interrupt this <laughs> excellent bit of uh, uh, role-playing, but um, th this conversation uh, has, you know, been going... Uh, you know, the time is compressed 
in real time here and you know it's it's been uh you know you guys have been chatting for a couple hours or whatever um and uh you know some people have come and gone occasionally uh you know uh dude came in and uh you know ordered a hamburger for lunch or whatever and you know somebody the other dude came in bowling but then one guy comes in and he's in like full on uh, like you know forest camo uh, and he's like looking around as he uh, and I assume also that you know occasionally Bart has to like get up and you know help somebody with shoes or take somebody's money or whatever but you know that's all glossed over but this guy comes in and he's like looking around and he's got like you know muddy boots and this like hunter's camo and, and he spots you uh, sitting there talking to Bing Bart, mm-hmm. and he just zeroes in on you and, and walks over, and you don't think you recognize this guy, um, but uh, he seems to recognize you, and he walks up to you and he kind of looks around conspiratorially. He says, "Hey, uh, you're the." Uh, the Bigfoot guy, right? Yeah, he's the Bigfoot guy. Shh, keep it down, keep it down, keep it down. Yes, uh, uh, it appears I am a person of great interest today. I am a cryptozoologist specializing in the North American Bigfoot, yes? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I bowl here, uh, I bowl here, you know, uh, in the league nights. Uh, I'm pretty sure I overheard you talking about it all the time. Anyway, um, well, listen, I got, I, I got something for you. Um, I got, I got, you're not going to believe this hell. I don't believe it myself. Uh, but, uh, I got a Bigfoot. I don't know. You're maybe like a ten and a half. I wouldn't, <laughs> don't talk down on yourself. Oh, I see what you, Okay. <laughs> okay, sir. I have been the subject of numerous pranks, and I am somewhat skeptical of your claims. Hey, look, uh, I wouldn't blame you for being skeptical. I, I <sighs> look. Let me tell you. I'll, I'll, I don't have it, right? Okay. Uh, I was uh, out hunting. Uh, for deer, obviously, not Bigfoot. I didn't even think the damn thing was real. But uh, I was out hunting with my with my buddy Dale, right? And uh, I hear him. I hear him. You know, I hear him shoot. I think, ah, oh, he must. He must have got him a deer. So you know, I wait, wait a little bit of time, come down out of my tree, and I go over there. And the motherfucker's got a Bigfoot. He killed it. He he killed Bigfoot. Is what you say? The majestic Bigfoot. (laughs) No, I can't accept that. Does he have evidence? Yeah, I think you're going to have to produce a body here. We're going to take a few photos, get some measurements, right? Because I heard the guy's got a really big, big... Never mind. Well, I helped him... uh... I helped him drag it back to his truck and load it up, uh, and I think he was going to take it back to the uh, to the brewery. He owns a brewery that makes this beer you're drinking. Uh, are you talking about Pale Dale? Yeah, Dale, Dale Johnston. He's my yeah. hunting buddy. Yeah, it's great beer. I've had like 14 during this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Will, well, this is somber news if what you're saying is the slightest bit true I have devoted most of my life to Bigfoot and I know there's more of them they have to maintain a population but yeah even Bigfoot likes to get busy from time to time what you're saying, right? But it should be illegal to shoot Bigfoot because they are so incredibly endangered. Well, look, I figured if there was anyone who uh, 
might know what to do with the dead Bigfoot. You might be the guy to come to. So I leave that. Uh, I leave you with that information. Uh, do with it what you will. I must see it. Well, heck yeah, we've got to see it. Take us to where you have the body. I don't. I don't got it. I just. I helped Dale take it back to his truck, and then he. Uh, then he uh, said he was gonna take it to the brewery to keep it on ice. Keep it on ice. That's good, right? Well, we demand access to the brewery to oh, examine oh, the body. Let's go find this pale Dale fella and talk to him about it. I'm sure the readers of Cream Magazine would love to see some lurid photos of a dead or heavily slumbering Bigfoot. Yeah, well, uh, <clears throat> listen. Who the hell are you, by the way? You look familiar. Who, me? Bing Kingsley, Cream Magazine. How you doing? Oh, okay. Perfect, yeah. perfect. But look, I wasn't supposed to tell anybody about this, right? Especially, like, media types, so... Uh, I, I don't think I can help you anymore. Um, yeah, I'm not part of the mainstream media. No, no, no. I mean, hey, I, I smuggle guns for the for the Black Panthers, okay? I've been around. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, well, whatever, whatever, whatever. I think I've done all I can do. Uh, I got to get home and uh, take a shower. Uh, do whatever you're going to do, uh, but don't mention my name. No, no, I didn't tell you my name. No, 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 we're just going to call you Mysterious Hick. That's what you're going to be, Mysterious Hick, whole M-H. Thank you, Mysterious Hick. All right, with that, uh, the man leaves you be. And I, I keep forgetting, I've like named all these people, Deputy Carson and Big Rooster Domino, and I haven't <laughs> I've been using any of their fucking names. I like Big Rooster Domino. That's got a nice ring to it. So, <clears throat> uh... Okay, so he leaves us alone to, in the bowling alley? Yep. We have to get into that brewery one way or another. Oh, don't worry. I got into plenty of tight spots. Just ask Grace Slick. I don't know who that is. <laughs> she's, she's the mother of my baby girl, China Kantner. Of course, Paul Kantner's raising her, but what can I do? I think we are going to have to infiltrate the brewery using, um, using, uh, some kind of, um, ruse. Yeah, ruse. That's just a, just like a good old American ruse. That's what we need. I call Rob Tyner. He can always help us out with something like this. He's a great guy. You'd love him. You'd love him. Can't figure out what he does with the hair, though. I can never get mine to do that. Anyway, yeah, so, yeah, let, let's go. You say this is a local brewery. I, you should know the place, right? I think I know where it's at, yes. Now, you but, got a car? Because uh, I should not be driving right now, believe me. Um, I have to ask my mom permission to... I have my mom's vehicle, but... Uh, if I, well, if she doesn't know, then yes, I can take her vehicle. Well, okay. This wouldn't be the first mom I've met here at Jupiter Springs. I had a real nice little girl named Nancy Grove the other day. Sweet girl, sweet girl, nice girl. <laughs> and, uh, all right, well, I think with that, that's pretty much uh, an episode. Now we have uh, some kind of caper, uh, brewery infiltration caper. Uh, seemingly coming up in the next episode and uh, eventually we know that we need to get to a point where we're in a truck. <laughs> That's great. Had a great time. Never rolled a single die. That's what we call role playing, <laughs> folks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Actually, I think I'm the only one that rolled any dice. That's funny. Can I just decide that this is Plunger's dad? I don't know why. I really want this guy to be Plunger's dad now. But... I don't it's have your, a problem with your character. It's my character, yeah. I, I don't think about it. I don't think about it. I'm a lot of guys' dads. All right. Well, thanks you. Thank you both for uh, participating, uh, indulging me in my silly experiment where you kind of 
don't know things your character actually does know. <laughs> it seemed to actually work out yeah, kind of. That worked so. out pretty well, actually. Yeah. It works, we, yeah. We just got to connect this with the sound in the truck and everything else, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. no, I've got a, several ideas on how it will come to that. Okay. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, uh, we will see how this all comes together and how we finally culminate in the scene we started with uh, over the next couple episodes. Okay. See you next time. Okay.